watching Prohibition fall down. All right, y'all, let's get into some grow talk, Scotty. Are you ready? I am ready, sir. Are you ready, dude? I am, ma'am. Actually, I'm going to take on a little bit of fall work. I uh, got a job doing some uh, some trimming, some trimming in some public land somewhere in a huge outdoor grow. So I went out and picked up a shirt for it right here. <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that shirt, uh, starting with the spelling, sir. I don't think there's two C's in innocent, man. Bystander, it's just a yellow shirt. Are there two N's in innocent? I believe so. I don't know. I don't that's just confusing me now, man. You should have done something Village, backwards. Value Village score. Actually, this one was from another thrift shop called Vintage Thrift or something. They're getting trendy, these thrift shops. And uh, Or maybe you're the grower, like in a like a black market grow that you're like, damn, it's already been raided twice. I better just wear my – when they come, you just go against the wall like this. <laughs> right? You can wear free markets matter too, man. None of them are going to keep you out of jail though. <sighs> Your shirt's a little shiny. Is that shiny on the real the real growers? No, is it? Oh, it's shiny. Black? Yes, it's shiny, sir. All right. They asked me, do you want regular or shiny? And I said, glitter is gold, sir. Give me shiny. All right. Real growers, no. We'll take it. Let's get a, a preview of the show today. This is a Grow Talk show. We're going to be talking about ooh, blotchy leaves by oh, Kurt Burglar. Turp burglar. I love that. I just anytime somebody leaves the lid off the jar, that's turp burgling, bro. My gimp bubba. You can't say that. Trim. You can't say that anymore, man. By trim fingered. Is that a biological term? And sous vide heat treatment is a grow hack by Canasur. Uh, and also, this is a beautiful flower. You know, I love the purples. This one's titled Purple Trikes by the nematode. <laughs> Poucher. These are all very good DGC names. <laughs> He's a poucher. <laughs> okay, man. I don't want to look too deep into it. But sous vide is pretty trippy, man. We were talking about what that is. Oh, I'll save it, man. But when you need a sous vide machine to uh, grow good weed, I don't know. I don't know. I'm get into dogrows.com forward slash support. Get on my soapbox here. Coming at you. This is how we produce the show. Make the show happen. You guys coming in over at dogrows.com forward slash support. $10 a month hooks you up. Free seeds for new members. Some seeds here now. 30% off real growers recharge. All the big giveaways. Big. Uh, this month, the HLG 600R. Rocking uh, to enter that when you guys are logged in in Patreon as uh, supporters, producers. You just go to the post titled HLG 600 Grower Hookup, make a comment, and you're entered to win. Uh, that's September. Why do I keep going back in time? October 20th. October 20th. Uh, that we'll have it hooked up. Thanksgiving's coming up soon. I keep forgetting that. This weekend is Canadian Thanksgiving. That is awesome. I, very cool. I actually read a really cool, I'll save it. I had some really cool I was saving for Thanksgiving. So It makes sense. And I don't want to get into it, but it's, it ties in with the fall harvest. You might as well have your Thanksgiving then. Everything's coming in. But uh, Absolutely. Hey, time, timing with the fall harvest just out of camera view is the Harvest Right freeze dryer. And uh, we're going to be making some actually really great content with the freeze dryer and the rosin bomb. I was just talking to the folks at rosin bomb. And they are fully on board with supporting the DGC. Thank you for building a community that actually earned us some respect from uh, from supporters like Rosenbaum. But damn, we're going to be able to offer uh, Rosenbaums, I think, I don't know, as a, a prize in the DGC seed grab pretty consistently. So 
Uh, yeah, dudegrows.com slash seed grab. And I think pretty frequently we're going to be able to offer rosin bombs as, as one of the bigger prizes. HLGs too. All these folks are stepping on board because the DGC has some juice. Y'all built this community. It's absolutely beautiful. And I appreciate it. Keep going. Ready? You comment on the YouTube videos, you like, you subscribe, and you even hit the little bell for when we go live on Friday. Mm. Give all that away. Although I heard that uh, that the bell isn't working so well for us. No? I just want to say the word shadow band. It seems so cool. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Let's get into the grow talk here. Who's growing some dank? This is Grow Possible Micro Grow Jack Her Auto by Thunder Lips. Yeah, Thunder Lips. This is what up, DDC? About four months ago, I submitted a real question on pot size that was used on the show. I folded down a five-gallon fabric pot to only five and a half inches due to height restrictions. Well, it was, I think, at 10. Just fold it right down. Um, I grew a makeshift, I grew in a makeshift space bucket, a rubber-made kitchen trash can, and this is what I got. Thanks to Jay Maestro for guidance. Uh, LST Automan, aka Thunderlips. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. He didn't grow this inside a trash can, did he? I believe so. He had it in the fabric pot, folded down. Um, you can see here, and these are—I mean, good-looking nugs, man. Uh, it's got some. He's got a little purple on there on the on the, I don't know about the trikes, but the flower. Uh, but I wanted to just bring this back around because it was cool. His original post is here, pot size by Thunderlips, and. Uh, just a tip. Height is prime real estate for a lot of indoor growers. Some of the grow tents that are only four foot tall, 10 inch pot, man. Like, so folding it over is a great tip. It's bigger. Like, so you have more root mass out to the sides than vertically. I've done this one time to like bonsai out a mother for a long time in a low riding two by four tent. It worked right. good. So Right. You can also train these too. And you can also have these just completely going laterally with some super cropping or some low stress training, but yeah, you could definitely get, if vertical height is a big deal, grow them sideways. A dig. Oh, you're talking, if I've been seeing some, or like the, even like the container is on its side and they get the stem to come out no, that way? No, I just okay. mean that start training it. As soon as you get that large dominance, you know, whatever uh, stem, you just start bending it over and it just goes to, you can do low stress training uh, where you just take a bamboo stake and bend it over. But you can get, you ever seen the ones that are like a candelabra type thing where they've got, you know, they're just trained beautifully. They've just got a few buds right on there, but they're all sideways. Cause take a look, if you grow those tops, you know, so all those tops right there, they're, I don't know, you can spread them out to where you got a bunch of four or five yeah. inch tops and really get a bunch of high quality as well. But this is beautiful. I love the, I want to believe that it was grown in a garbage can, okay? <laughs> what is this next image you have here? Is this Thunderlips? That is Thunderlips, sir. All right, that's from his... <laughs> yes, Thunderlips is from Rocky Three. okay? He's... Uh, I put one on the bottom, Guru, a good one, man. But yeah, he was... Uh, I think Thunderlips, that's Hulk Hogan when he fought Rocky. Anyway, good stuff. Gotcha. I didn't, I didn't remember that. I blocked it. I don't know. I didn't even recall Hulk Hogan fighting Rocky. Did he win or did Rocky? Rocky has to win, right? I thought he got, I thought uh, Hulk Hogan threw him out of the ring, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Look at it. <laughs> yes. Come on. The days, the olden days, sir. All right. This next one kind of, this should be interesting because I, I don't have the exact answer on this. This is blotchy leaves. 
Hosted by Terp Burglar. Hey, you know what? This is a great example of the DGC stepping in and teaching us something. We're just facilitators here, dude. All right. So read this question. I want to read some comments. Great information here. Facilitator. Okay. Yeah. I had to make sure I could pronounce that that one. (laughs) Hey, DGC, I've noticed some blotchy spots on one plant pretty much since it grew leaves. And I thought it would go away as it grew, but they've only continued. Uh, It was only on the one plant, but as I was taking pictures for this post, I noticed it was also on the lower leaves of two other plants. The top leaves on those plants are fine, so I don't think it's mobile. Um, I I read it could be a pH issue, but my pH has been 6 to 6.2. That's good. I'm following the secret sauce recipe from New Millennium. Um, Attempts, 77 to 82. That's good. Humidity, 50 to 65. All his parameters are sounding pretty nice here. He's running the Core 85 rapidly D-Lights, three of those bars in a 4x4 tent. Um, Those look nice. I can't complain about any of his parameters. You could go up on your temp, 77 to 82. That's not causing this. What do you think? Is that an auto-feed system? I'm so sorry to interrupt, but is that an auto-feed system he has there? Take a look at that bucket. Pretty cool. I wonder if he's doing some kind of makeshift hempies there or something. Very neat. Um, I've seen in his last picture, he's just got these in fabric pots. The new growth, the top like the top half of the plant looks pretty good. These lower leaves have somewhat, like, it looks like color variegation, if that's the right word. Um, like yeah. lighter green. I mean, I know it's in the comments where it says everybody screams tobacco mosaic virus, but that is what it starts looking like. I'm not telling you that's what it is, but. And pretty much everyone, uh, anytime they, they see any type of mosaic, they think tobacco mosaic virus. That's the only and one we've heard of. And just understand that mosaic viruses are like an entire class of viruses that infect like a wide range of different crops. Like there is a hemp mosaic virus that infects hemp solely. Um and it, it really like it doesn't kill the plant. It just affects yield and quality of it and, and doesn't let the plant like live up to its genetic potential that it has. And those viruses are kind of hard to destroy. Um, it's a really simple virus. that's just like a protein sheath uh, or tube almost around um, a piece of RNA that it implants into. And, and that's how it infects plants and stuff. And that, that's, so it's why really, can... it, that's why it's, it's, it's really easy to transfer. So you and tobacco is not the cleanest plant. I mean, there's, it, you're taking something from the field. And especially the tobacco that they use for cigarettes. Um, it's generally the lower quality tobacco and stuff that they, I mean, they spray it with chemicals and stuff to make it burn burn uh, evenly. Uh, but even just smoking a cigarette can get uh, mosaic viruses on your fingers and then just mechanical action can transfer. I don't know. I heard tumors. American spirits are mosaic virus free. <laughs> now, <laughs> if, if any of them would be... Uh, mosaic virus free, I would bet that it would be the American spirits. Just that it is a higher quality tobacco than you would find in like a Marlboro or something. sponsor? Oh, I heard Keanu Reeves only smokes American spirit cigarettes, just so you know. Hey, He's Trey so nice. Okay. <laughs> Trey from okay says genetic, genetic discoloration more than likely. TMV is rare in cannabis, but it can happen. If you're a smoker, it's, it's always good to wear I've known pe- clean clothes. I've known people that? that had TMV. I've known several people that have gotten TMV. Uh, TMV can definitely happen in cannabis. Uh, Confirming it as tobacco mosaic virus, probably more rare. Uh, There being mosaic viruses in cannabis, definitely, uh, I mean, it can happen. There are hemp mosaic viruses has been a big problem in some hemp fields and stuff. Um, But it can also be... Now, 
with the second plant showing symptoms, probably not. But if it were just a single one, there there can be like genetic variegations in plants um, where it will it'll look like blotting, but it's not from a virus or anything. It's just the plant genetically does that. Happens in house plants a lot. People will pay extra money to have house plants that have like uh, white or translucent parts and middles middles of leaves. Yeah, but I, I got to be honest. Hold that's, on. Trey from OK is getting pissed because his comment didn't get fished. Hold, oh, sure. finished. Hold on. Hold on. You jumped right in there. I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting on it, Scotty. I'm not taking it anymore. Come on. Come on, man. I'll just he said just the tip. If you're a smoker, wear fresh, clean clothes and even gloves around your plants. And he says, my plant that my pickle or pinkle berry did this, but later grew out of it. And sometimes a lack of certain nutrients can cause this or foliar feeding, um, but can be totally fine. I've had things happen like this before, too, where it's like, man, it's going to grow out of it or but they just never had the same vitality and push as the other plants. And we talked about this when I grew up, the, uh, um, oh, the healer, the healer. I had to get rid of like, I think two of them that had something like this in the leaves. Uh, honestly, for me, it looks more like a hop latent vibrant, I knew. <laughs> you know, I think it is yeah. the uh, HPLVD. What is it, a hop latent viroid? Yeah, we got to feature Wesley Pipes here because he's really given us a nice education. Go for it. Yeah, this is good. It's just a hop latent viroid, HPLVD. And this gets pretty technical, but it's something we can learn from. It's an infectious pathogen that causes disease in cannabis plants, also known as dudding or dudding, dudding disease. And that sounds like something when your plant just turns into a dud. <laughs> you know, it's got the dudding <laughs> disease. Uh, plants infected with HP, whatever, may or may not show symptoms, which is pretty interesting. It can be symptomatic or asymptomatic, meaning a lot of plants can be infected with this, and you might not know it. Uh, it can be dormant in a plant for extended periods of time before showing symptoms. Uh, and this is actually all from Dark Heart Nursery, darkheartnursery.com, who I've heard a lot from, man. They were one of like the first people that I noticed that were doing tissue culture propagation and had like a bank of uh, different genetics kept in tissue culture that they had. And tissue culture would be one of the ways that you would clean up a plant of like this hemplatin viroid or tobacco mosaic virus or any other plant viruses. It's the way to get those genetics back to their original potential and vigor um, before they picked up a viral load. Yeah, undudded. This is so tricky, though, because you can have an infected plant, right? They're saying it's most commonly brought in by clones, but have no freaking clue. Right. right? And it's it can not be dormant. Its symptoms yet. Well, in part, part of that is just plant immune systems um, where it's able to handle it to a certain point or certain viral load. This is something we've learned about, about with the ongoing pandemic. The more you're exposed to stuff, uh, the higher likelihood of you uh, like actually being infected, same kind of goes for plants, that it, it can be there and be there in low levels um, and kind of like just the storm is brewing, um, getting ready to uh, launch like a full-on attack on the plant when its immune system is down. Wow, that's why you always grow strong plants and keep them growing strong. Well, and I mean, Darkheart was one of like like the leaders in this. And if you think about it as a tissue culture person, um, if you're doing that, you want to confirm that the propagations you have are free of viruses. So I know they do testing services too, um, yeah. where you can send in material and they'll test it for different <laughs> viruses and everything. Listen. And they're not doing the phylos bio and science thing where they're collecting it all to save it and uh, send it to Big Pharma and sell it to them. You got a bad chance of winning if you get tested. It says, uh, first off, it says it can reduce a crop's potency and yield, but every garden tested in 2019 was infected. Every garden. Jesus. 
Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Every, all of them is a lot, man. It's like 25 to 50% uh, had, an, it said most gardens had an infection rate of about 25 to 50%. So between a quarter and half their plants had infection. And it says causing an estimated $44 million in losses per year. Damn. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Viruses can be tricky. Um, yeah, keeping your plants healthy, that's just like reminding me I need to go actually today. I'm out of my immunity defense mushroom blend and turkey tail, which I still trip out, Scotty, that we give our plants. We force more mycorrhizae into them to try and create and those relationships to happen so they, you know, more beneficial. And I'm eating fungi as well to try and help my health and immunity. Hey, the Lion specific- King was right, bro. It's a circle of life, man. <clears throat> It's deep with the fungi. I think the fungi might be aliens. They're getting in everything. I think uh, you're right, dude. I think you're right. <laughs> regardless, uh, let me go on here to uh, hey, I hope that. I got to thank Wesley Pipes. He's full on breaking the stoner stereotype. That was dropping science, man. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I mean, in this grow, I don't, well, I guess lastly, like, should he just cut it down? I don't think he should. I think he should watch his vigor if the plants seem to be going. Or what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those look- things. It's it's situational. And then, Guru, do we know how difficult it is to clean up after the virus as far as, you know, viruses are tiny little particles? I mean, same way you've been cleaning up through the whole it's pandemic. Bomb the room. Bom- I mean, bomb the room, bleach, uh, uh, ozonated water would be a good thing. Kagan water, if you are into that. Um, and any of those things that can uh, kill and destroy viruses, Lysol. Uh, something like that to clean. Would you keep this garden growing? Uh, if I had other stuff, it's at a pretty early stage where starting over isn't like a big deal. Um, I potentially would, yeah, think about starting over. Right on. And keep in mind, starting from seed is a great way to, I mean, you're not eliminating everything by anything you do here dealing with a growing plant. But uh, I just, you know, starting from seed is a way out a grower just get started. And he's like, I'm just buying all my root cuts. I get that. You save a lot of time. But, man, I mean, I don't know if starting from feminized seed, you still get different phenos. But you got to be careful with clones. It's a, a way to get viruses and bugs and shit in your grow. Man, I'm going to send Ross to Jeff <clears throat> to talk to you about feminized seed, man. Cause Why? Because, of course, you get different phenos from it. It's no different than regular seed, except that you get all females. Yes, yes. I do get uh, runs typically, even like in a six-pack. They're still worth growing, but, yeah, they're a little bit always a little shorter. Don't need as much food or water. So I feel you, and I will check out some Roster Jeff on Dude Grows. We get him. We're getting to stop by the house. <laughs> all right. Got a good comment here. Uh, this is Larry Duvall. Says, put up, and this is simple, but I like it. Put a fish tank in the room with an air stone and your humidity will go up. Plus, you can use the water. Sounds too simple, but I wanted to have this comment, Scotty, because one, at this time, maybe people do need some companionship with some fish. Okay, Um, I do like using fish water. When I had a fish tank, it was just a small fish tank. It was like the the 10 gal. I don't know. Maybe it was even a five gal. But every once in a while, I'd be taking I'd stir up the tank. You know, to get all the the, the sediment right. off the gravel, the fish waste, and whatever else is in there, and just take a cup out and give it to when I had a, a, a little fairy garden going. Fish water can be great, great for the garden. Yeah, we're just talking to Potent Ponic Steve. I think last weekend it was. Uh, we're talking about the simplest. I asked him for the simplest aquaponic system, and it was fish in a bucket. You know, and you just clean the bucket water and use it for you know the fish water and use it for your 
Uh, use it for your plants. I think it was tilapia that you, I don't know, in a bucket, but you can have them very simply. I do know that tilapia um, can live in uh, like a wide range of water conditions and right. they can put up with like changing water conditions. So it makes them really easy to, and you can eat them as food too. It makes them really easy to use in like an aquaponic system. It's kind of mean though. You know, you raise this thing, he's feeding your plants for you and then you eat it. Thank you. I like uh, the goldfish. You can eat those too if you want. They go good with beer, don't they? <laughs> All right. All right. That's when you know it's time to go home. You call the Uber when your buddy starts chugging goldfish, right? A nice freshwater tank. Or, yeah, salt. I've never got You had a saltwater tank for a little bit, man. Too complicated. But that's what prepped you for your DWC days a little bit, probably, is running a saltwater tank. I cheated. I just went to the ocean and got more salt water. So, like a quarter yeah. mile from the ocean. <laughs> anyway, right. but that that there were a lot of grow hacks or a lot of people that confirmed that you can take your containers, your cocoa containers, your soil containers, uh, put them or use them to add moisture to a room. I've definitely done it. It definitely works. Um, right on. Yes, that will work. The bubbler works as well. Oh, there's an awesome, I don't know if I feel... Uh, uh, had a link on it on the other show. It just came to mind. Pedro grows. I forgot if I, if I, sure, if I mentioned it. Or not. It has man. a great, uh, great grow hack uh, for humidifier. Uh, check and search Pedro grows humidifier. I think or homemade. You'll find it. It has a ton of views on it. It's a really nice hack to make a decent humidifier. Um, all right. Grow talk question here in my gimp bubba, uh, posted by Shrim Fingered. Deal. All right, deal, sir. What do you got? says, roast me for doing this, but I've had this Bubba Kush going now since April 2020. I used it like a lab rat plant as I began growing to test stuff. Uh, anyways, let me tell you about the past six months. First of all, all, I took it in and out of the house at least three times, mostly during early spring. and result, spider mites. Yes. Then I good. drenched it in way too much pyganic and caused the leaves to curl and twist <laughs> up. So I stripped the stalk, making it look like a Dr. Seuss tree. I don't understand. Once. This is a plant that's been around since April? Yes. Yes. Okay. Once I even washed its roots and put it right into my new DWC bucket until the heat wave shut that down. Um, it has been in cocoa, deep water culture, pro mix, and now royal gold bendo mix. It says, oh, yeah, it's been through a lot. Wow. Only- it's like a member of the family. It's it's the only survivor of the great Epsom salt spray down of February 2020. <laughs> 2020 has been a rough year, huh? Uh, it's survived timers falling, breakers tripping, and sweltering heat, even late frost. Both feral and house cat attacks, overwatered, overfed, weird food. Anyways, I really liked it. Name her Mrs. Frankenstein or Miss Frankenstein after the failed monster cropping. So no wonder it's a funny color. So here's the question. Here's where it comes in. I started. It started turning a greenish, yellowish, and smelling very fishy after a suspicious first-time flower tea attempt last week. Any help is appreciated on getting some smoke out of this tired old plant. First two pics of are her or the older ones when she was still green, and then we can see doesn't look bad. Last pick, she is not looking good. No, that's uh, not getting very old. deficient. Yes, yes. I don't. I mean, we've got to point a finger at the tea, man. No. I would think that tea did not work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, smell. I mean, fishy smell. It depends. It really, without knowing what was in the tea or like the parameters that were kept in place, like when making the tea, kind of hard to tell. Potentially, it could have been like putrid or gone anaerobic. 
So essentially, you're just watering in bad microbes into into your grow. Um, but it's it's hard to know without knowing the details of the tea. I hate to see plants go into flower like this because the flower is the start of you know it's 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 the mellowing of the energy. I would say, and man, you know, put it this way: a vegetative, you can take any the plants can take any abuse. You can get these back, no problem. If they were still in veg. I'm going to say, I mean, right now this plant looks like it's in early bloom, right? From the flower development. Yeah. Um, I'll do what Scotty does and say, man, don't water it until it needs to be watered. If there is some new nutrition in that tree or there's tea or nutrition in the soil, get it some recharge. Get some microbes in there to straighten this shit out. I don't know what else you were feeding with, though. Um, But you still have time to correct this. Not a ton of time. Uh, All this leaf color we're looking at, guys, it's lime green. Those leaves, I believe, can come back to a healthy color at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I think that you're going to definitely yep. slow things down dramatically, and you're not. It's really going to affect the yield of this plant. Okay, okay. If you have the space and the time and the love, then uh, then then try and bring it along. But uh, yeah, and brewing the tea. I never brew teas much. Some teas are easy. An insect brass tea, for example, is just like. Bam, insect frass and the sock and the bucket and the bubbler and you're good to go. But some tea recipes get kind of complicated and uh, I don't like anything that smells too fishy for too long. But sometimes I have such little teas that are really fishy that are great. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of how I can roast them. Because, you know, the roast, (laughs) the comedy roast, man, there's some in there. But it's not fit for TV. Roasts are rough, right? They are. They, yes, you got to be willing to take some shit for some good roasting. Okay? Yes, yes. Did your plant party with Charlie Sheen? Oh, oh, look. Wait, did you see Gunnar V's comment? He's just to the point. Yes. A little bit of recharge in six weeks, you'll have smoke. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm just saying that plant did get really abused. I understand you want to keep Miss Frankenstein alive, but you might want to just try to do it. Uh, you know, do it right without all those problems first time, you know, just kind of, you're supposed to keep a plant growing strong the whole time till flower. You know, that's, yeah. that's the idea. That's how you grow a pest free plant, you know? So a plant that's been around since April and is, uh, you know, is, I don't know, is, is looking like that. I would really think about, it takes eight weeks to flower a plant. That's a long time to get mediocre results, bro. I see no, uh, man, can of Cairo rocking. Some of his technique is to, he doesn't need it now or just, you know, just not, I'm not going to do anything with that for a while. Just really mistreat them underwater. They're like, some of them like, man, I don't, that one's virgin death. Maybe it's like, no, no, I'll bring it back around, get it really healthy. It's like a way to buy time. It works pretty well for him for knowing what he's doing and keeping, not a plant that's going to be going through its production stage though. They come back as strong as a plant that just grew up from seed and then never slowed down or a strong I'm, clone that never stro- slowed down. Um, I believe so because they got like the smackdown and they want to come back harder. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to uh go on out of this grow question and I hope you get a harvest. I hope we get some smoke out of that. Uh take it over to a grow hack here. I did not know what a su- you can hear you can tell us what is a sous a sous or a sous vide heat. I love Heat it. Treatment. I love it. I love that you it, go. You're from a country now, or you, li- you, you live in a country that they speak French, at least partially. <laughs> I don't. I actually I don't know how to say it. sous vide. Is that the right way to say it, Guru? Mm-hmm. 
And I kind of do know what this is, man. That's like they cook steaks. It's like water at a certain temperature. Like your steak is medium. So it's at this temperature and medium rare. And they just have water at that exact. It's like a like a water regulator. And it, the stuff is cooked in bags, too, for the yeah. most part. So like you, the water is kept at like a perfect temperature and it'll hold it and circulate it around. And then you put like a steak in a bag and sit it in there at the right temperature for medium rare. So then all you have to do is sear it and it's good to go. And, and dude, believe it or not, it is fucking awesome. Oh, <laughs> it's like one of the best ways to um, get a steak. Um, the best steak I've ever had was a sous vide steak or a smoked one. Uh, it kind of depends. Sous vide or smoked. And then best fish I've ever had has been sous vide fish. Yeah. Anyway, pretty cool. Well, yes, yeah, Scotty, I will tell you, they not only uh, speak some French in parts of this country, depending where you're at in Quebec, but I don't prefer that they require it. My son is taking French and they require, I, I don't mind requiring a foreign language, but don't just make it French. Okay? Right. Just because they speak that in your country. All right. Uh, the grow hack here, guys. Uh, people, you've been getting some good grow hacks up. I'm going to keep getting them on the show. It says, this is an article researching the effects of water heat treatment on killing the two-spotted spider mite at certain times and temperatures. A dunk at 135 Fahrenheit for 10 seconds kills all females and eggs. That is badass. I mean, to actually find that out and to try it with your clones, respect to you. That's an experiment right there. I'm a big fan of food so much that I went to culinary school and became a chef. And so naturally, I have sous vide machine and found it a wonderful secondary use for it. That's a clone IPM. Since finding that research, whenever I bring in new genetics, I take my own clones. I dunk them in 135 Fahrenheit water for 10 seconds. That is, you would th- 135 degree water is hot. You ever jump in like a hot tub that's 104 and you're like, yeah. No, that's way too hot. That's way too hot. <laughs> that's my point. Um, I'd like it. I mean, I'm assuming, I mean, we can see, I can scope out spider mites. You can see spider mite damage. Really easy to overlook spider mite eggs on things that you're bringing in. That's why you do the quarantine period. I like this, man. He's showing a picture of his cut. He dunked here. It looks good. That is cool. Yeah, I would never think that you could do that. Do you need a sous vide machine? I guess you would. I wonder what the temperature range is. You know, if you just get it to 140 and then turn it off and then wait till it gets, you know, a little bit lower. You know, it's a really cool grow hack, man. It's a good-looking cut. That's a good-looking cut there, Scotty. Oh, I was over Frosty McNuggets' place yesterday, and he had cuts that were so beautiful out of the clone machine that I was just like, I, I, I won't talk shit about the clone machine anymore, man. It looked like that, and it's just, damn, beautiful. Um, I'm chugging along good today. I'm going to bring another Grow Talk question from DudeGrows.com. Guys, check out DudeGrows.com. Uh, go on over there, use the search bar, the community commenting if you have a grower question or you just want to search around and see what's been up. There's a wealth of knowledge that uh, you put up a pretty penny, pretty penny to host, man. There's a lot of freaking content on there, Scott. That server's getting full. Dude, pretty penny. Do they still have pennies near you? Do they have change up here? I think they've retired it. Man. I think they still have change. Better than that, we have toonies and loonies, so my pocket's always heavy. <laughs> All right, so I got to come visit. This is purple trikes. I'm a sucker for uh, purple, purple flowers. I need to get that back in my genetic wheelhouse. Um, some grape ape I grew out outdoors. Man, that really took it on. You would like um, the bakery greenhouse right now. You'll see you later. All right, purple trikes by the nematode poucher. <laughs> was just was just scoping an outdoor purple pheno, and I clipped a couple clones from a few weeks ago late in season. I was scoping to see if she's ready and noticed a lot of purple trikes all over the plant. Smells very sweet, 
Just wondering if purple trikes have different compounds than regular trikes. Yes, they must, right? Because there's something in there that's making them purple. Anthocyanins is the the purple coloration that comes out in cannabis. Um, Yeah. Is that a dark Very pretty colors, man. Very pretty trikes. Good pictures. They are, man. Is that a spider web or a dog hair in pick three? I would smoke it, whatever it is. Well, it's either that or uh, it could be on the like camera lens itself, something. I don't know. Those are gorgeous. I mean, those are... I, I, they have had purple foliage, which we have on like the Sunset Sherbert, but those are purple trichomes. I mean... I got to read this comment just because it's from Nugasaurus. <laughs> it says, uh, I grew in a purple autoflower a while back. It definitely had purple trikes that left purple colors everywhere. I still have purple strains on my grinder and purple trikes in the bottom trike compartment of that grinder. Badass. Says it was the weakest plant I've ever grown, but the flavor was probably the best of all batches. Maybe the purple colors tricked me into harvesting too soon, but it was a fun experiment. Dude. I have to fucking find out how you spell innocent. Is it two N's or one, man? Uh, I know. Guru? Come on, man. There's, there's no two C's. No, no, is it I-N-N-O-C-C? No, I, I, I don't know, man. It's driving me nuts. It's all I can think so about. If you guys that. want to grow some purple variations out there, keep in mind I have found or seen some that aren't temperature dependent at all. They're in this grow that doesn't have much, if any, indoor night, daytime, nighttime temperature variation. I've seen other strains that were like my old grow in Colorado. I'd bring that garage grow in the winter down to mid 40s sometimes at night on the indoor grow and it would really bring bring out some colors but it's not always depend dependent upon temperature but those trichome that's mostly from from what i see that's the color of the foliage the you know the color of, of the leaves but man the trichomes being purple like that that's got to be genetic i dig it two looks ends. tasty two ends and innocent all right i get it now i can stop thinking all right before we get to what's going on in our grows here uh, we have, I, we haven't mentioned what, what's playing on YouTube. If you're listening to the show, go check out YouTube because Scotty sat down, um, with Chris Walker from the syndicate. And you guys were talking about, he has a new series, a podcast series, right? Titled the largest Colorado cannabis smuggling ring and it's downfall. Yeah, it was just cool, man. It, the syndicate is like this multi-part podcast, really well done. And it was about their, it's about this, this guy tree who just hid right in plain sight and. Actually, he used all that card stacking to an extreme, you know, like uh, just thousands of cards and was just doing thousands of pounds. It just seemed to be disappearing. They weren't really. So anyway, it's just really interesting. You're talking about the cards. Oh, med cards. Med cards where he would have, you know, thousands of patients and he would give them their ounce of weed. No, I don't. I don't want to say the game of caregiving. Like, there's definitely some growers out there that are legitimate caregivers. But yeah, through my times at the uh, the retail grow shop, I met a lot of characters. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just taking care. I can grow this many plants for this person, this many plants. But well, 99 plants. You go to old Dr. Cohen, get your 99 plants. You grow them under 99 lights. You grow, you know, huge plants in 100 gallon, you know, smart pots or something like that. And you can afford to give that person <laughs> a little bit of weed. Hell yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I want to spread the weed. I want to spread the weed. Didn't these involve some like skydiving? Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. This? It was awesome. They went and found like uh, skydiving planes and got, you know, crazy skydiving pilots because think about that profile. And they would just 
yeah, they would load thousands of pounds or, you know, a lot of weed onto these planes and just, I think they went to Minneapolis, but it was a really cool story. And just, you were kind of rooting for them for a little bit until they got all sloppy. And yeah, it starts with a guy getting caught with about three or $400,000, uh, on cocaine, like while making a U-turn before a police roadblock. Cause he was, cause he was going to run out of gas. Okay. So there you go. I have seen a police roadblock um, maybe two months ago on a Saturday evening when I was going to pick up my son late. Long story short, without many details, there's a couple roundabouts by my house and this police roadblock was way up ahead. And I was going in the roundabout. I'm like, perfect roundabout, not going that way. So there was no obvious like U-turn or anything. It right. Was just, Don't go that way on the roundabout. Hey, Which you need more roundabouts out there, people. Get rid of these four-way stops. That's bullshit now. Roundabout's the way. Oh, man. You can't have people this dumb with a roundabout, man. <laughs> you just do. don't get People it. that know how to use them efficiently, it's badass. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> it works perfect. People that don't totally F it up. I dare like, you oh. to put one of those in South Florida. I just dare you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Every day somebody is murdered at the roundabouts. All right. Um, let's take it over to the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros, guys. I want to tell you over there is where all the coupon codes are listed. If you're upgrading your grow today, pulse, pulsegrow.com. There's a link here in the show. I want you to go over there and join the wait list, DGC. Their pulse pro monitor is coming out. Um, it's going to have the CO2. Uh, monitor in it. We're going to get them on the show and BS a little bit. This isn't just, they've gone through, I don't have all the technical details with me, but source some of the best CO2 like monitoring sensor that you can have in a device. Cause I've had some before that are bullshit. One was called the, I think it was made by net Atmo. I don't know. It just didn't work properly. I don't think it was designed for the indoor grow. This is a unit designed for your indoor grow to monitor everything and to be able to get it ping on your phone. Oh, shit, man, I'm out of CO2. Uh, you can track it in app day to day, hour to hour, second to second, what's going on in your grow in all parameters. Um, and this will be available soon. So join that waitlist, DGC. PulseGrow.com as well. If you want to pick up their monitor uh, controller, not monitor controller, but just monitor without the CO2 coupon code dude will work on their site. And hell, you got some for the claw machine probably too. Still, no. That's what I'm saying. DudeGrows.com slash seed grab. Go tell us why you want one. Yes. Yes. Thanks to Pulse. If you do want to learn about VPD, I mean, they have a very informative uh, section on their site and running that unit is what got me to finally be like, oh, Okay, I see what I need to do. I've never ran my humidity so high at certain times in my grow to understand where I needed to be, and it's been working dope. Yeah, back when my indoor grow was still an indoor grow and not the shipping office, that thing helped me a bunch. Remember, I had humidity problems where I was trying to keep yeah. the humidity down. It would just let me know, yo, go outside, man. Something's wrong with the humidifier. Your humidity is over 70%. And really I tell cool growers so many times, unless you're around a lot, I'm guilty of this. So this is a tip, like hygrometer is something you should have in your grow in addition to other devices. It just memorizes your maximum and minimum temp and humidity to like 20 bucks. Digital, put it on the wall, why not have it? Even if you have the other things as a backup. I'd go in my grow and just rely on that and be like, yeah, humidity and temp's good. But unless you're doing that five, six, seven times a day, because there's different times in the grow depending on what's going on, it, it's changing and you wanna see those. So. All right, not rambling enough. I think that's all a good advice there for environmental monitoring. Yes, I believe people just want us to talk about grow stuff. So you go on, sir. 
more grow stuff would be grow some seeds on the homepage, dogrows.com. Just right now we got, wouldn't you know, some Irie Genetics up there, morning dew. So anybody can enter to win these. You don't have to be supporting the show. You don't have to do jack. You just got to go to the homepage and you can social share to help you win. I heard Facebook's only for older people, though, maybe these days. I don't know how it all works, Scotty. Yeah, um, but me neither. I think I use Facebook, so I'm one of those older persons. Hey, I got to yes. ask, the whole morning do, you think that's like one of those like dollar store Mountain Dew you know, ripoffs? It's morning <laughs> do. You can get morning do or Mountain Holla. Um, link here in the show notes to take you over to Ivory Genetics Colorado if you want to check out the feminized, non-feminized strains Rasta Jeff's working with. And uh, can anybody put Rasta in front of their name? If I want to be Rasta dude from now on, can I? Uh-uh. No way, man. You got to have dreads. Okay. Or you have is- to have just shaved your dreads, man. One or the other, okay? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Guys, go get yourself some seeds on the homepage. Uh, and let's get into what's going on in your grows. You got a video here. Um, show me what you got. Yes. Check it out, brother. Check it out. Come on. I'm, I'm entering the greenhouse here. Okay. Build up. All right. Hey, look at these colors though, man. We going right. Okay. Yeah. What is it? What is that there? Though? That's a gelato 33. Yeah. That's just one of the least exciting ones that we have, man. Where's that Still shirt? smaller on buds on that guy. That's the other, the new millennium gelato 33. Yeah. And now, okay, that's that loving in our eyes. That's the candy Kim, which I'm really psyched about that. Look how beefy that thing is. She's chunky. No. And now this, geez, we smoked some of this. This is Tange and it does look a little bit different, but we just smoked some of this at Frosty's house. I actually have some concentrates of Tange. And oh, look at that. That's Mac right there, but that's an abused Mac. I'm not really super proud of that one. That's the one that we got a bunch of hundred gals and uh, that thing just got, that's what, a 15 gallon, I want to say. That is a 15 gallon. That plant has the most crazy coloration of any plant in the greenhouse. Though. I don't know. Let's go look at that. Uh, what's that, the Sunday driver right there? This is the Sunday driver. Come on, those things are colorful. That's going to be the first one we pull right there. There's that tange again. It's just lighter. You know, it's just lighter. Oh, I think yeah. I wanted to go back and take a better look at yeah. Yeah, I mean, look <laughs> at those. Look at those. That thing's getting ready. People get ready. Beautiful. Anyway, just had a good time in there. Yeah, there's the other super purple one. That's the Sunset Sherbert. Oh, that's, they're going to be great. Dude, the color on that. So how much these some of these look like they still got a, a minute of time? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, we got I don't know. I'm saying we're going to start harvesting. Hopefully by the 15th, 18th, I'm hoping to pull that Sunset Sherbert, maybe the Sunday Driver. But yeah, the other one's got a little while. That's why I'm going to have to make friends with my police guy over there. (laughs) (laughs) Are they able to accept gifts? What's that? Are cops able to accept gifts if they're just gifts, you know? Mm, I don't think so. I paid off your car. It's a gift. I got the, uh, the, um, no, did you get the, the, your odor under control? Did you do anything for odor control or just? Well, the mountains caught fire. So I was kind of covered for a little bit. I mean, Jesus, all you can smell was smoke for a while. I got my fingers crossed that it's not going to affect the flavor of the bud. But for a while, it was just complete. You know, we have fires here that are really, really aggressive. So, um, no, no, I didn't do anything, dude. All right. (laughs) 
All right. Well, like you said, let's just hope all is well. Your greenhouse is helping you extend the season, which is badass. If you get some more rains or a little bit of cold weather snap, right. you can you can handle it. That's the beauty of growing in a greenhouse. Wait, beauty of this greenhouse is it could snow and we will be okay. Hey, dude, yeah. I, I did do something, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, I called Ona Gel because we had that grow hack about using mm-hmm. Ona Gel all around the greenhouse. Yeah, that may, that may be something I might need to look into. So I called them up. I'm going to see what we can do. I think just, yeah, one on the outtake, if there's an active outtake. We got a lot of windows. I was thinking maybe we'd just you know, paint it around the windowsills, you know. I just, be, I'd be worried. You got to be careful. I don't want it, you know, you don't want the owner odor to come back in. True. So I think you said it even, maybe you do a little bit of an owner perimeter around your house. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe you could. I mean, that's a grow hack right there. Just have a couple sheets of plywood. You just paint with the owner gel every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my grow here, um, the making a video for, we got a new newsletter coming out here for the patrons shortly. Um, talking about the bud rot, just so we can get some more visualizations or visuals of it for y'all. Every bud's got a little, and that plant's going to come down. And basically, I'm just starting a quick, what I call a bumper crop with the autos, the three of the uh, Walter Whites from Mephesto in three-gallon pots with the nice. cocoa peat mix, Ramo nutrients, just a basic, I know it's going to succeed, uh, quick grow in the tent. Make sure I got some, make sure I got my bud covered. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I do. Cause I'm about to myself. That's what the freeze dryer is about. And that's what this greenhouse is about. Making sure I got it covered for the next year. I'm just excited to play, you know, mother nature again, if you will, because man, when I can control shit in the two by four tent, I can make it happen. Usually harvest is not guaranteed ever, but usually we're going to get there. We're on the outside, man. It was, it's just outside today here in BC, lower, lower mainland. That is, it is just like a mist coming through the woods. <laughs> You're like, dude, no, of course you should expect, but right, right. Um, there's rot on a lot of other things too. Things just mold up right away here too. I notice. anyway, good times. Be more going on my grow shortly with bringing that two by four tent alive. So looking forward to that. Nice. Who's slinging the recharge, my friend? Who do you got? Come on. I'm going to shout out to my boys. Way to grow. Way to grow. All, all month they've been doing recharge contests and just promoting the hell out of it for us. I really appreciate them. They were the first store to get behind us, and I just appreciate them. It's a good grow store. I am going there later today. We will write this down to get myself a can filter. The biggest one they got. Yes, way to grow us the first sponsor of the show. I had the first studio that at one of their stores for a little bit. We go meet up at the store and try and talk for three hours, and people and I, would be like, "Why are they in there?" That was a glass room. Remember the glass room we'd be in? I remember the twelve by twelve gorilla grow tent that we were in. You want to shout out to another DGC pro that said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Okay, we'll give you a couple thousand dollar grow tent. You got to appreciate these OGs. Um, also. If you can't access a way to grow, you can always go to realgrowers.com, pick up your recharge there, coupon code DUDE. I think you got a free shipping promo going now. Oh, yeah. Uh, he sounds so much like the Kool-Aid guy. I, you know, he influenced me a lot. He's been a huge <laughs> influence in my life, you know, especially the, the grape one. Yeah, he gave you confidence running through the walls. Do they sell Kool-Aid anymore? Remember you'd go by and they'd just have like the little packets and it was like a flavoring and coloring. Yeah. And you mix sugar with it. <laughs> mix sugar in it, yeah. Kind of scary. And if you're a Canadian grower, rechargecanada.ca will hook you up here in Canada. So check it out, guys. 
Uh, I'm ready to do some shout outs. Ready to put it in the bag? Yes, yes, I am. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm asking them for Kool-Aid later. Something tells me they still got it. I drink a lot of Tang. Uh, I'm going to give it up to Good Citizen and the Mindful Micro. Yeah, Farmer Yoda and Turd. Geo <laughs> and Green Tie Cannabis, how you doing? Hey, I wear a green tie. Stoner, KNM314 and Jonesy's Cannabis. Greedy Grower and Atomic Beefs. I would eat the <laughs> shit out of that, man. <laughs> Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, peace out. We're coming at you with some wake and bake. All right, take her easy, dude. I will. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day. With a pill, it's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong.